0: Yo, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you for turning in to the Rack Chat Podcast by Bible Belt Bow Hunting. Unfortunately, this week Truman is not with us again. He is out
1: making that
0: money. I know, I know. But he's out there making that money. He is working hard. I do dude, dude done nothing but nonstop working. But the voice you did hear. Is my dude, Mister Travis Davis?
1: Hello, 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 everyone.
0: Oh man, he's he's been putting into work too. He's been getting off work, going to work, training kids, de- dealing with a kid of his own. He is he's had a week.
1: Yep, starting the mowing business up this season as well. It's it's been a, it's been a week, man.
0: Yeah, it's it's almost time for that mowing thing.
1: It is. The grass is
0: getting greener, and I realize like. I've got my own house now, so I gotta mow my grass, and I gotta push mow it because I don't have the money for a riding mower. So this is gonna
1: be fun. See, I I mean, people like you, I get, but see, me when the grass starts getting green, all I'm seeing is green in my pocket, green in my bank account, and I'm not poor anymore, or (laughs) as poor, I should say, in this economy. But hey.
0: Yeah, I did the whole mowing thing last year. I I really enjoyed it. There were some yards that I just, I could not stand to mow.
1: Oh, yeah, you're going to have that. That's when you get a few years under it and you're like, hey, uh, I'm going to double your price uh, because of inflation. They're like, well, Johnny across the street said he would m- great. Cool. Call Johnny.
0: Yep. Thank you. Johnny's <laughs> taking you off my hands. That, <laughs> yes. that, that was the one thing that, that wasn't my business, but I was just like there was one yard that I just couldn't stand to, And he had so many of these islands with um, different plants in there. And he was telling me he wanted all the tops knocked off. But he didn't tell me that it was all poison ivy and poison oak. So the first week I did it, I did it in shorts. I had freaking poison ivy from my ankle to my wrists. It was it was awful.
1: It, I was never allergic to that stuff until about seven years ago. My whole childhood could roll around me at nothing. And then I got it on my arms, inside my arms one time and I'm like, I've got a disease, like I'm gonna to go to the hospital. Went to the doctor, like, ah, oh, it's poison of some kind. I'm like, cool. Now, it never fails. I'll get it on me at least four or five times before May even gets here.
0: Well, since we're talking about businesses, do you want to give a shout-out to your landscape business right quick?
1: Yeah, sure. It's uh, TRD Lawn Care. Um, you can find me on socials, Travis Davis or uh, CivArt underscore 423. Um, yeah, you can find me there, guys. You need your yard mode anywhere in the Cleveland, Bradley, Megs, McMinn County area. I'm your man.
0: Just to reiterate, he's not going to Polk County.
1: Yeah, let's not. I'm, I'm gonna, you're going to have to pay an upcharge to get me in that county.
0: <laughs> but talking about socials, you can find Bible Belt Boat Hunting on Facebook, Rack Chat, on TikTok. Uh, my TikTok took off pretty well. That's was, that was pretty nice. I got some good likes on there, but I think – right. What it was is it was a little kid, and people have soft spots for little kids. Yeah. So it was a tactic. See, I got y'all. I got y'all. Y'all fell right into the trap. But, yeah, Bob Belt Bow on Facebook, Rack Chat on TikTok. And then if you have any questions, comments, or just have a suggestion for the show, you can always email me at rackchatpodcast at gmail.com.
1: We're open to suggestions on what y'all want to hear. So we're not just rambling on for an hour to you guys. If you are
0: listening on Spotify, there is a questionnaire section that you can put a question in and it goes right to my phone, like a text message. So if you're, if you're listening on Spotify, send a, send some questions in. We'll talk about it. I mean, now hit
1: your boys up here.
0: Yeah. Um, once we get true back in here, you know, he's been out of town for the last couple of weeks working. And it looked like it was shaping up like he was going to be home this Sunday. But I think it was either Friday night or early Saturday morning. He got called to Knoxville for a gas line break. Um, so pray for true. He's been away from home. Um, I know he misses baby girl. That's all the Snapchats I got this weekend was was baby girl. And it was, it was great that he got to come home for that weekend. But anyways, let's move right along. Trav, turkey season's coming
1: up. It is. It's a wonderful time of the year.
0: You got turkey season? You got turkeys on the farm?
1: Man, we'll have a couple, but it's it's very odd here. It, I've yet to understand. I'll put a few cameras out last year looking, and I hunted back there once. Actually, the only, the one time I actually hunted last year and didn't see anything. And it was just a couple hens we had, and there's a a piece of property about a half a mile down the road and I will drive by anytime from about now till June and there'll be 50 turkeys soon in that field and I've yet to figure out I'm like they've got to come through somewhere but no uh, I've got a couple public land spots that I know hold them and I should start scouting here soon checking them out a little bit and one of my best friends the guy that actually took me on my first turkey hunt with me when I killed my first one this dude is eat up with it like if you said you can't hunt anything else the rest of your life turkey like he, he ain't even got to think about it like i mean he's got more bossy old school green leaf and bottomland camo than the creators of it did probably like he sends me a picture of some hat he ordered the other day it's like some vintage green leaf hat i'm like that's just rad man but um but no I'm, I'm getting pretty excited about it i'm gonna make myself make some time for it this year to go
0: that's awesome Who hey, what friend are you talking about because i think i know
1: Stockton. Stockton. Stockton coffee. Yeah. Stockton Bruce Coffee, everybody. This is uh his Instagram is Bear Hunting Bruce. He does a little bit of bear hunting too, but he is a turkey slayer. We're
0: gonna this have to get him on will. the show.
1: We do, especially when turkey season gets close and gets ramped up. This this man is a uh he's a killer. I've I mean I've seen it and for a larger man of his stature, he can move very agile through the woods and not even know he's there.
0: <laughs> yeah, Stockton's a good guy. I haven't talked to Stockton it's been a long time since I've talked to, to man, Stockton. Man, I'm
1: this is one of my best friends and we don't get to talk much. You know, I'm busy, he's busy, he's you know, working non stop. He's got he's married, got a little girl now, a few months old and, you know, it's adult life. <laughs>
0: That adult life kicks in. And it does. realize it sucks.
1: Yeah. Any of you young guys out there listening who doesn't have a, any commitments other than work and stuff, you don't have a wife or kids, you know, hunt as much as you can. Just Your may be like, oh, well, I can do this or that and hunt. No, go hunt because yeah. there's going to be a time when you can't.
0: All that stuff that you're doing now because you're single and you're all you're doing is working, living at mommy and daddy's house, Tell, take a job while you're traveling i wish i would have took this advice take a job where you're traveling go see the world go see the country there's a lot of beautiful Mm -hmm. things to see come home hunt and
1: bank that money bank it even hunt while you're out if you're out somewhere for a few weeks few months man just take advantage there's somebody there who's got somewhere to hunt some kind of species or something i mean Every- like I, I would love to go to Texas and just get on one of these hog hunts or these oh. you know, crazy different species of hunts that they've got down there I don't really want to do no high fence thing but they've got some crazy stuff down there that is just invasive that you can just kill
0: Dude, we used to go out of town whenever I was working with a valve company well, we'd always try to find the biggest body of water possible and go fishing
1: oh for sure that was,
0: that was awesome we'd go out oh, Georgia all the time and yeah. go fishing
1: man i've got it's it's kind of crazy like i've always wanted to go to hawaii you see guys like rogan or like remy warren stuff like that killing these axis deer with a bow in hawaii and it's like spot and stalk but it's like the most turned on game in the world because they're so pressured but there's there's no limit or anything they're so like overrun well my cousin lives in Hawaii right now, stationed out there in the military. And I'm like, man, you, you think I can go out there and do that? He's like, bro, you can come out here and party. He's like, I don't, I'm not saying I can get you on one of those hunts. He's like, I mean, if you know somebody, when you come out here and go to the other island, sure, go for it. I mean, you can crash at my house. I'm like, that's a lot of money just to go out there and try to stalk one of them things down. But,
0: yeah, but It has those experiences, though.
1: Oh, I know. I've, I've questioned it. I'm like, how long are you going to be there? <laughs>
0: Well, you brought up that uh, you're going to get out and scout.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, well, what's your plan for that? Are going to walk out and look for roosts? You're going to look for...
1: Yeah, I will typically, I'll start scouting when I, when I did, when I was turkey hunting pretty religiously there for a few years. I'd get out a couple weeks before season. I knew some areas that held them, like the public land areas, and I'd start kind of going, watching where they were at, um, watching where they're going, because they'll move around between now and then. They're getting closer to be in that area. Um, there's a public land spot that everybody hunts. It's like a little WMA. You can duck hunt it, deer hunt it, turkey hunt it, and it's eat up with turkeys. Um, the problem with that is, is everyone in the three counties around want to hunt it, and that's a we'll, problem
0: with Tennessee hunting, anyways.
1: It, yes, dude. It, the worst was we, me, and a buddy of mine, one morning, army crawled about 500 yards through wet grass and dead soybeans trying to get this huge gobbler. It was henned up and it's right, we were right on a field right beside the river. We hear a boat come up stop. I'm like, ah, it's crappie fishing. And we finally get him off the hen. He gobbles once and runs about 60 yards towards us and bows up strutting. We're like, okay, cool, he's coming. All of a sudden like the bird just darts and there was like a Jake behind him darts. We're like, what the heck? The buddy behind me just stands up raising cane, cussing. And I look, and there was a dude walking across the field right at him who heard him gobble and just took off up there looking for him. It's just like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, here we go. But no, I'll get out, look in the field, stuff like that. And some of the other properties I hunt with some friends, like they've got, they'll run some cameras, kind of a similar thing. Um, and then when season starts, I'll try to find, like if I'm, I know I'm going in, I'll stay back, but try to find their roost, find where they're roosting. And try to get in there you know close to the roost when they come down and Mm -hmm. they are an elusive little critter if you've never turkey hunted they have the eyesight of i don't know what oh yeah it's it's ungodly it's insane uh
0: that's where you know being like as still as you can be oh yeah uh, which is hard for me yeah it's hard for us we got adhd so we're like okay yeah well that's why i'm
1: not yeah. And I'm not big. There's a lot of people who will deer hunt style turkey. And I'll do it for a little while, like just sit there, try to do it. You know, if I'm in a blind, of course, you got no option on that part. But like, I, I like to run and gun. Like I'm going to sit somewhere for a little bit. If I'm close to roost, but whatever, they don't go where I want. They go on, you know, call a little bit, hear one. I'm going towards him, which it doesn't always work out. You know, I mean, you're going to, you're going to spook them sometimes or it's, you know, they're going to run over the other ridge and you're going to be, especially mountain hunting, I've done it a few times, man, you'll you'll call one and be like, oh, he's just right over here, and you'll go across two ridges and he'll call and it'll sound like he was right where you were standing to begin with, and you're like, did we pass the bird? Like, what happened here?
0: Yeah, that was like the one time me and my brother went out. It was a couple of years ago when I was still living mm-hmm. in Tennessee, me and my fiancé, well, girlfriend at the time, but fiancé now, uh, we're down there, and my brother let's go turkey hunting, one of the guys we worked with is like, yeah, you can come out to my land, so we went out there and we uh, called and then walked all the way to the back of the land and we heard him you know gobbling and stuff so i was like where is he you know so we're walking on this little trail that they ride four-wheelers on back there and we walked we're standing there and we're looking like okay he might be over in this little field so we started walking back up the hill where we just came from and about that time he flies up out of the tall grass he was literally three feet from us didn't even see it
1: Oh Man, I, this public land spot, I chased birds around it all morning. I was planning on being home by like noon. It's like two o'clock and I've been out there since before daybreak. And I finally, I get in my truck, I'm driving off and I see a field. It's still part of it. Three big gobblers. I'm talking one of them with a beard pretty much dragging the ground. I'm watching where they're running to. So I will pull off the side of the road in this other little parking area, jump out, wade through a creek that's like waist deep, don't even care. And I come up and it's like a little rise and I'm peeking over it and I can see them And they're out there and they're coming towards me like let me just get right up here And I had a hen decoy in my hand I was like I'm gonna ease it out here to the edge of this field, stick it down, lay behind it And I know more than stick that thing down and turn to look to my left And there is a hen about seven yards from me And just kind of looks at me and darts And of course they dart mm-hmm. Straight into the giant thicket and I said I'm going home I'm not chasing these birds anymore today. Y'all win.
0: So, you, you said you're a running gun guy. So, like,
1: I am. So, most you're, the time.
0: you're not one to sit in a blind. You would rather just sit up on a tree somewhere.
1: Most of the time, yes. Because um, I typically, all I've ever done is hunt them with shotguns. I do want to get in one this year with a bow if I can. Uh, we're going to have a moment of interruption here. My daughter stepping in. Uh oh. We done told her. okay Okay, i'll be in there in just a second okay baby you need a hug we're having to give the the young one a hug here she says she doesn't feel good now i think she's sleepy would you like to say hi to everyone you don't want to say hi you don't want to tell them how you catch fish and you're going to shoot ducks when you get bigger no okay all right go back in there and watch your show i'll be in there in just a minute okay it won't be much longer, okay? Hop in there.
0: It's okay. Well, I guess this is a good time to talk about Killing mm-hmm. Sticks. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, Killing Sticks, me and, Tra- uh, me and Truman are going to be on the pro staff team. We've got the contracts filled out. Well, i got to sign mine and send it in. Um, I sent it over to Trav. I think Trav is going to do it. And yeah, I've got to these-
1: finish filling it all out.
0: Yeah, just ch- check out them killing sticks man like I said if, if you're target shooting you're just shooting in the backyard you're deer hunting whatever you're doing killing sticks has got everything that you need uh, all different sizes and weights different splines different veins um, I, I think they're going to be a really great really great tool to have next hunting season so check out killing sticks on Facebook and look them up online they've got arrows they've got stickers they got shirts hats all that good stuff so give killing sticks a hit
1: yeah, I'm going to go ahead while you're doing that. I'm. There's no affiliation here. If they hear this somehow and want to you know, sponsor this podcast, it'd be great. Um, come across the other day, a little ad popped up on Instagram, gohunt.com. Um, the the thing that popped up was actually kind of intrigued me. It was a working out and hunting style thing. And it was talking about like gear that you could use for both. They've got those like old school retro uh, breathable dry fit hoodies, like, you know, mm. sunproof, uh breathable wicking kind of deals. So I clicked over that, man, I spent like three hours, went through everything they had on the website. It is rad. I mean, they've got everything from like everything archery to vices to set them up with, strings, um, pretty much every site you can imagine. Quite a bit of arrows, fletching, broadheads. Um, like I touched on last week, those ox cut broadheads that I'm going to go with. I'm I'm getting some for next year. They've actually got them on sale. I think marked down from like 48 to like 27.99 or something. If somebody's That's crazy. interested, yeah, it's it's a pretty good deal. Every they've got, of course, the typical sick uh, Numa Outdoor Research. They've got a, a couple brands I didn't even know anything about on there. They were pretty cool looking, you know, hunting gear, um, packs, you name it. But anyway, back to your statement. Yes, I'm more of a run and gun guy. I've hunted a blind a few times. Like I said, me and Stockton before setting one, we actually took a guy he worked with one time on his first turkey hunt. And we were in a pretty good sized blind, but as i said, Stockton's a big old boy. The guy working with him wasn't a small fella and I'm six foot. 200 pounds roughly so the three of us look like you know about to blow the side of the blinds out <laughs> sitting in it but we, we were the where we were at we didn't have much of an option this guy's first hunt um but no if i'm with me trying to get one this year with a bow i'm gonna get in the blind because like i said them things can see so good that uh you know there's there's no hope of you know you can't set up against a tree and draw back on one of those um I told Stockton that actually the other day. He's saying something about He's like, you're going to go this year. I'm like, yeah. I was like, man, I want to kill one with a bow. He's like, let's focus on killing them a couple more with a gun first. I'm like, no, thanks, bro. Thanks. <laughs> but um, – So when you yeah, get yeah. in the
0: blind, are you wearing uh, – So uh, this is a question I meant to be mm-hmm. asking a couple of times. Whenever I get in the blind, I was always told don't wear a in with the blind.
1: That is – man, if I'm in one – I'll usually wear camo, and then I'll wear like especially if like like when the first few weeks of season, it's still typically kind of cool in the mornings and stuff. And I may put on like a black hoodie, black pullover, something like that. And I'll still have on like a camo hat and a camo face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, some dudes are all black when they're in there, and I get that. The only problem is the couple blinds that we've hunted out of. They're camo on the outside blinds, yes. They're they're dark on the inside, but I feel like that the black and the camo will kind of offset one another um i will say if you're out you know that's the one thing i'm not gonna skimp on camo on like i yeah i don't think if you're mix matching a couple camos it's that big a deal but you better have camo on. don't be out there in a pair of blue jeans and a camo t-shirt and like a gray hat like they're, they're gonna see you like i'm i'm rocking full camo face mask you know Hat pulled down low, you, you're not going to, I mean, that's the one thing, which, you know, if you dip, it's, it's kind of a pain, to try. you'll forget and try to spit mm-hmm. through a face mask. What's your plans for it? Are you going to turkey hunt this year? Or how are you going to do it?
0: I'm going to try. Uh, I don't really know. I'm not really, uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know, like, the lay of the land just yet. I don't know where the mm-hmm. turkeys are. I have not seen a turkey all season. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try. Try to find a spot to go. i may try to look up on the the Wise app, <clears throat> sorry Hunt Wise app, and see where some public game land is. And go walk around, try to find some roosts. Uh, I was talking to the father-in-law tonight. Um, Brittany, my fiance, got baptized this uh, this morning at church. So we had She's everybody. Good, over, yeah, she. It was very exciting. We had a lot of people come out and support her, and it was just awesome experience today. We had an awesome Sunday. Um, but my father-in-law was over tonight because we had dinner and I was asking him when does um, turkey season start up in Potter County and we were trying to get a time just small talk about getting ready to go up there and get a hunt going they got a big lease up there they pay you know some money for to go on every single year but I just don't find it for me right now it's not really feasible just buying a house and having a yeah, wedding in sure. September and then um my thing is just like if I'm going to pay the money to go up there because I think it's like 350 bucks a year I want to be up there at least once a month hunting the weekends and I want to go up there and spend time to put the effort in for you know tree stand or picking a tree or putting corn out and all that stuff so but they got a game that's not too far from the cabin so
1: that's good yeah and turkey hunting is one of those like it's Man, if some people get eat up with it and love it, like I said, Stockton, I know a bunch of other guys, like, man, they love it. Die hard, like the opening day so for pretty much like the end of March to the mid, end of May, like, I'm going to be in the woods. I'm going to kill these turkeys. And I, I like it. I like it a lot, especially when I get to go. But it just falls at a horrible time for me because in, when it falls is like early spring and that is when mowing season is taking up the most and I am working pretty much even yeah the weekends too and stuff and it's like it it just falls at a bad time i love it man but it's 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 not if it's like one of those like i'm gonna go when i can with it you know not like duck hunting and deer hunting stuff like that make time find a way yeah um and as well too last year it was you know i had the mowing business regular job my daughter my dad bought another bass boat and some guys he worked with had a fishing tournament. It's like hey we're fishing on friday nights and it's like oh great so here's something else i'm bringing back into my life of hobbies you know <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like i'm not busy enough yeah let's go fish tournaments bass fish competitively like See, waste you money a <laughs> <account set up. laughs> literally yes um, <laughs> the checkings and the savings and there's no money in either one <laughs>
0: so yeah I mean like you said you need another hobby like
1: you need a hole in the head oh absolutely I had a guy the other day that I know is like I talked to him last summer about it he's like hey man I'm living back in chatting now he's like you want to start rock climbing again I'm like dude I would love to I was like I would absolutely love to tell you yes let's go I'm like But when I don't know. I'm like I let me just chalk it out and I'll put it in the calendar and we'll go and you know, I mean it's like yeah, then I'll slip fall and break a leg and won't be able to do anything.
0: (laughs) And let me tell you, last week we talked about uh we talked about fitness Mm -hmm. and health. This guy Travis sends me his splits. And for people who don't work out, split is workouts. You're either going to do a push day, you're going to do a pull day, you're going to do legs, everybody, what are you going to do? So he sends me a split, and I was like, okay, I, I had a rough week, dude. I got, Monday, I went to work, and then I left work and went and salted and plowed because it was freaking snowmageddon up here in Pennsylvania when it didn't really do crap. Um, so And then Tuesday, I'm, I get sick half day. I didn't go to the gym either day, Monday or Tuesday. Wednesday... I'm trying to think about what I did Wednesday. I think I just came home and chilled out just kind of recovered from being sick. Thursday, I went to the gym and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this guy's chest day. Because chest is my favorite thing. Let me tell you, <laughs> this chest workout, <laughs> my boobies were hurting. They're still hurting. I don't think I missed any type of bench press. If there is a bench press that you can do, it, you know, if, if Trav could invent the lay on your stomach hyperextend your shoulders back and you're going to bench press with your hands turned backwards upside down hanging from the ceiling I I guarantee he would have put it on that split
1: well see this is what's crazy because my chest isn't even like I mean I'm stronger I'm guessing it but it's like it's not even my favorite day of the week anymore it's just I kind of take what I've done the whole time I've worked out throw some other stuff in there but it's just it's what's worked so I just it's kind of like that classic if if it ain't broke don't don't fix it you know Mm -hmm. Uh, like i said i sent you those i'll I'll spice throw some little spice in there sometimes do something different uh if you do a full week of it you will probably be cussing me because i've got legs three days in there of some sort and uh pretty much a little warm-up that involves you know hamstrings lower back every day you'll probably want to kill me by the end of the week
0: but hey (laughs) well tomorrow starts the journey to 165 so right now i'm 190 i'm gonna go down to 165 and then work my way back up and hopefully by the time i'm married get married i'll be shredded hopefully
1: i mean i'm sitting at like 192 right now i'm trying to get back to 200 before mowing season kicks off and i drop back to 185 and look like a string bean over here
0: well, that's enough about hunting. Let's talk about turkeys. Uh, you said you wanted yep. to kill one with a bow. I had, yes, sir. When I was younger, I, I turkey hunted a lot in um, in high school with some mutual friends that we have. Um, mm-hmm. Killed a couple with a shotgun, but I never really really got into it too much with a bow. But now that I'm like I'm, I've caught the bow hunting bug. Like that's all I ever want to do now is I just want to talk yeah. about bow hunting. I want to bow hunt. That's all I want to do. Dude, I want to kill one with a bow. So bad.
1: Man, that's kind of where I'm at. Because it's like, like I've, I've killed two with the shotgun. Like, I'm not going to, that's that's horrible, honestly. But like I said, like, I don't get to turkey hunt very much. I didn't really start until about six years ago. My dad was never a turkey hunter. Like, he just never, like, I remember a couple years ago, he's like, you, you know, when I was getting into it. He's like, we should go one day. He's like, I'm just, don't have the, he, he more said, when to hear him say, I don't have the patience for it. It's hot. And there's poison and ticks. And I'm like, I get it. But that's kind of where I'm at, man. It's like. And I don't think in the area I'm in—I don't know about where you—but like in East Tennessee, there's not a lot of dudes who turkey hunt with a bow. Versus, like we—we we always go back to the out west thing. Um lot of those out west guys, and I know some of those turkeys are—they're still intelligent, but they're not quite as intelligent of the as the turkeys we have here. Um,
0: well, and I think before it's, you move on with that, I did just read tonight that, mm-hmm. and and people are going to come probably come at you for that comment. I'm sure. Tennessee, and this was just told to me by my father in law. Tennessee has the biggest national wild turkey federation turkeys. Second is Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah, man. And it's people come here. Like you get we got people paying good money to come here. Love coming here to kill turkey. Now we have dropped down to two turkeys a season, is all you're allotted. And it's something to do with Uh, I don't know exactly what. I've heard three or four different things, something with predators, something with population numbers, something with, you know, a irregular report of how many were killed. Don't know if people are reporting it accurately, which can kind of go with any game, and it's becoming an issue there, which I feel kind of wish you could still go to the old school, like... You kill a deer, you go to the, the gas station, it's a check-ins thing too, versus mm-hmm. now just taking a picture, you know, tagging it out online. It, it's convenience, and I get that, but it's it's part of my old-timer thing. where Like, I want to go to the gas station as an eight-year-old and show off this spike I just killed to 15 old men smoking their cigarettes <laughs> and drinking coffee at 8 p.m. at night, you know. Like, I and them dudes,
0: up, and they, they will be more <laughs> hyped than you will be. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um but no, I'm with you, man. I want to kill him with a bow. I don't know how, if, how, when I'm going to do it. Um, because it's more of a challenge there, of course. Like, I, Let's take something that's already hard and make it harder, literally. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know why I do that. But um, yeah, it's, uh, which, you know, I, I'm die-hard duck hunter, if we've said megan million times. There's a guy I know uh, a few years younger than me, went to high school with him, was on a hunt with him a couple of years ago, was talking about, he went on a goose hunt. And took his bow. We actually have the same bow, Matthew. And he took it. And they came in, and he tried shooting a goose with a with a bow, missed. And uh, <laughs> but I was like, man, that that I, I'm game. Let's do this. Let's get some layout If he would have
0: <laughs> hit that, I oh
1: yeah. Oh yeah, like I, I'm amazing i've seen some guys do it like geese and stuff i don't know about a duck if i let it land on water and shoot it maybe but like flying through the air no i'm not i'm not a trick shot man that's not happening awesome Oh, it would. I would. I would post it on everywhere. I'd make a YouTube channel and one video. I well, shot a t- duck with a bow. As,
0: as soon as somebody got that out there, it would. Be, you would have bowhunt.com dot com calling you. you oh, Good yeah. Morning America calling you. Dude, Perfect would be calling you.
1: Yes. So, uh, it would, have my own TV show on MTV. You know. I'm scared.
0: And that all for you to try to do it again, and it'll, yeah, it'll never happen.
1: Yeah, never happen.
0: So, I mean, we all know. I grew up hunting turkeys with a shotgun. I aim for the head. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just how I was always taught. Just aim for the head, and if you you hit the head, you're it's a, you got a dead turkey. Mm-hmm. So, but with a bow, it's different. See, I mean, if you're good enough to put a broadhead in its head, then by all means, aim for the head. Yeah, but you're talking about a real small target. You know, you ain't got the. You ain't got the pellets to you know the flying yeah, projectiles. you got one thing
1: coming at it you know yeah
0: instead of 30 if not more um but when i see these targets for turkey like evan that was just on a couple of weeks ago he got a turkey target and sits out in the backyard and i look at where the shot placement is In when you think about it, you're like, well, wow, you're shooting right into what would be the shoulder, where the most muscle and the most wings and fur would be, and how thick that's got to be. But I heard somewhere the other day you want you want to aim for the legs, right above the legs, and I don't know, I can't remember why he said that, but. I'm just going to tell you, turkey turns away from me, I'm going Texas heart shot right up the booty
1: hole. (laughs) Yeah, that's... I mean, I did watch a video last year. I don't remember the guy's name. He's got a popular YouTube thing. He does, hunts everything, fish and everything on there. He shot one and hit it in the neck. And I'm talking pretty much... With a bow. And pretty much took the neck and head (laughs) off of that turkey. And I don't know... How or if this is what he typically does, or if it was not the right placement, I don't know. But I was blown away. And he was using a different kind of broadhead, which we'll use a little bit different broadheads. I don't know the exacts on that. I'm just trying to get you know into that part of it myself. Like I said, I've never killed one with a bow. Never hunted one with a bow. I've always thought like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. You know. Of course, me in like I've said, trying to do things harder. Used to be a big trout, big into trout fishing. Loved it, you know. We're going to do an on the, episode
0: on that, too.
1: we we'll yes, I probably mean,
0: that next week. That was one yeah. of the things Evan was telling us, the trout starting up. Like, he wants to talk trout. Oh, yeah. So, we man, might get I, him out here next week. Too.
1: Yeah, I was big in it, you know, spin fishing. You go up there, typical, catch them, catch your limit, leave. And Stockton, the same guy we brought up 100 times, me and him, I, my dad did it some when I was a kid. I was like, man, let's start fly fishing. Okay. And dove way far into that. Like, you go up there and catch a fish, it's already kind of hard to catch at times, and it's like, let's try and make it extremely hard. Well, we do,
0: lived so. in it. We, we, well, I say we lived. I, I'm from the area that Travis is in, so yes, that's how, how we know each other. We've known each other for quite <laughs> some time, but we live in an area where people travel to to,
1: to trap fish, fish. The Hawassi. We've got... Yeah, we've got two rivers within an hour's drive of us. You've got the Hiawassee in Reliance, Polk County area. Then you've got the Telico. Two different types of actual trout fishing. Telico is a lot smaller, kind of a wider stream style. And then the Hiawassee is like a smaller tailwater river. Um, anybody that float, decides to go there? Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying anybody decides to, I'm going to go to Hiawassee and do it. You, you check the the schedule up there if when it says if it, if it says i'm we're running two turbines like you don't you fish from the bank you don't get in don't go to the water. <laughs> Been caught out there quick. too many times <laughs> yeah
0: because i mean if you're out in the water probably i'll say 20 30 feet and you hear the alarms go off you got about 15 seconds to get to the bank
1: yeah you hear one you got about two minutes you hear the second one and you're close to the dam up there you better get to high stepping and praying yeah you better start been there too many times (laughs) i I I had to swim my way out
0: yeah i mean and let me tell you i was a firefighter down there and i can't tell you how many times we would run swift water calls to get somebody out of the water oh yeah yeah so check your local um uh, uh,
1: tva yeah. yeah you check tva uh Let me. I'll pull it up right now. I think I still have it on here. TVA Lake Info, and you can just go. It has Appalachia is one of them to check there. Hiwassee. If you the hawassi one is actually for above that, it will affect it, but not to the degree of the Appalachia. Appalachia is the one you check, and it is going to be the one you run. You check it. It's you got to know. And if you're fishing.
0: if you're gonna go go, go if you're gonna go out there go ahead and expect to have people out there floating oh yeah don't be a douche don't be mad at them because they're floating that has been going on since my parents were kids and that is something that that lake is known for the okoy is known for it i don't know how much they really do it up in teleco but it's it's shallow water It's, Mm -hmm. it's not really class rapids. Go out there in an the inner tube, have fun, take a cooler, and you're going to float for
1: four hours. Oh, it's a great time. Yeah, you take kayaks. Can, you know you'll, you can go and rent the inner tube things, float down to so, Hawassi. You know, the only time you're going to get something like that on Teleco is if you've had a lot, a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. and it's high water, then you're going to have those guys up there that are the creek-style kayakers and stuff. And I personally don't have an issue with it unless they're, like, straight-up cutting my... You know, like, floating over, you know, cutting my line or something. Yeah. And, you know, because I, I would enjoy that, too. I've kayaked a few times, but I'm not, you know, whitewater kayak, and I'm like, ah, I'm good.
0: Um, but I've just been out there before where a fly fisher gets irritated and starts throwing his fly right at me.
1: Dude, I've, like, man we the fly fishing community is a it's a weird thing, man. You, you get sucked into it, and it gets they go so deep into conservation. It's like, man, let's 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 take it like they're like, oh, we can't don't take it out of the water. Don't don't grip the fish too hard. Don't don't use a barbed hook. And it's it's like okay, like I, I get this, and I get the respect of the animal. I get the the conservation behind this, especially these wild streams and stuff. But I'm like, man, come on now. Like as I did the whole barbless hook. I had a guy tie me some. And they were barbless hooks. And the amount of fish that I would have almost to me and just come off, I'm like, this, this, no. Like, no. I'm, and Especially, like you say, and Evan talking about, like, season coming up. There is a delayed harvest and a harvest season. And I don't know about for y'all when that falls, but typically like winter months is a delayed harvest. So you can't keep any of the fish you catch, but You go up there and catch them, catch and release. But sometimes I'll go up there, just like, I just want to go up here, kill a few hours catching fish, let them go. Or sometimes, you know, I catch the fish, they're going on a stringer, and I'm coming home because, you know, the way my bank account's set up. I got a check-ins and a savings, (laughs) and there's no money in either one, and daddy's got (laughs) to (laughs) eat.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, See, I'm not big of a fly fisher guy. We're going to get into that more um, probably next week. I'd like to get into it
1: talk about
0: it and learn a little bit about it but i'm not i haven't been much of a fly fisher i'm more of a put me on a bait put me on a bank or put me on a boat let me go catch some bass. it gets
1: if anyone on here we've touched on this before and the contests and the showing out of gear and products you have in any hunting space does not even touch the surface to fly fishing you want to spend money get into fly fishing i can take you places i know people who've got ten thousand dollars in just a a couple rods let alone the highest end. like i've never been one of them got i like nice stuff i'm a little bougie in that aspect like i like it i'm gonna have a little bit of it but i know guys that will look like they're going to eat a pretty fancy dinner in the clothing they're wearing and then put on A thousand dollars worth of waders and boots, and then four thousand dollar rod and stuff to go out here, and I'm like, okay, man, like it's it's seventy five degrees this morning. This water's kind of cold. I'm out here in wading boots and swim trunks, and you know my rod and reel and stuff, which might be kind of nice, but it's like. Man, my, the contest there, it gets deep. The douchery there does run <laughs> deep. I'm not going to lie. I was I was big in it for a while, but I mean, sometimes, man, I'm like, you guys got to be kidding me. I don't even know Which, much
0: about fly fishing brands. I know Orvis. I don't know where that ranks. Yeah. I don't know if that's like a Sitka or more like a Mossy it's, Oak brand. Type no, it's thing.
1: kind like, of a, there's, there's different levels to, you know, Orvis. They've got some good stuff. I, some of it, I think, is extremely overpriced. Some of their their lower level stuff is pretty good you know and i like some of it i'm not gonna lie i've got some orvis like leader and tippet and stuff somewhere I actually seen today but no nah, i mean you've got them you've got sims which sims does
0: you yeah, know, all kinds sims. of fishing now mm-hmm. but then you've
1: got you've got some man you've got a lot of now like specialty rod makers and stuff there's a few that are kind of cool i was big into uh, moonshine rod company they were a cool one there for a while um but it's, it's become a big thing around here. Uh, they've actually started doing like some little fly fishing tournaments in like Gatlinburg, Teleco area. They've got like a uh, youth and collegiate style thing now. There's a guy that, uh, I say guy, he's 17, 18. I knew his parents real well. He's been doing it. He's gotten really big into it. And the kid catches some good fish. And he ties his own flies now. And it's it's one of those things that it will suck you in and you go down you spend more money in that. I think you do in hunting to be in all regards. And when I was doing that and hunting everything, it was no paycheck at all. It was just bills are paid. I'm buying some gear. I'm Mm -hmm. okay. I am broke now, you know, so.
0: All right, let's get off fly fishing. Let's go back. to But we will definitely jump into fly fishing. And, uh, the guy that I was hunting his land this year, uh, he's a huge fly fisher up here. So maybe I can get him to come on for a night. But anyways, uh, uh calls Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i blow a turkey call the completely wrong way (laughs) and but it sounds
1: good if it sounds right is it wrong i mean so
0: like you're supposed to blow out mm -hmm. like but i flip it backwards and i suck in it sounds weird
1: I, I mean, s- I could make an inappropriate comment here, but I'm gonna keep my opinions. Hey, we're a Christian based. Fo- That's why based I keep it. That's why I kept it. That's why I kept it that way, man. I've got some
0: respect. I was watching a video the other day. It was like whenever you're first teaching someone how to blow a, a, a turkey call, and then it was like them gagging and stuff because it's, it's. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when you Dude, first people the
1: roof of your mouth, it's, it's yeah. yeah.
0: So I, yeah, but I I flip it upside. down backwards and i suck in it's really weird but it sounds i mean you can't i can't tell a difference no one's ever Mm -hmm. told me it sounds bad but uh you put me on a a chalk call chalk box
1: Mm
0: -hmm. i love them things
1: i've actually got an old slate call that some guy my dad knew gave him and i was up there one day he's like hey you want this i'm like yeah i guess what he's like yeah it's pretty old uh some such and such gave it to me i don't ever turkey hunt i don't need it i'm like okay cool I'll use it a little um, I am not a box call person I have I had one like a cheaper one for a little while and I would get mad sometimes if I didn't keep like a rubber band around it and you have it in your vest and you're, you're walking somewhere and you'll hear it moving around especially if you're kind of moving yeah and it's just like shut up it's like <laughs> you know um, I, I'll call some I do keep a crow call on me you know, kind of the shot call thing, early morning thing, mm-hmm. just to get a, a gobble out of them.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I usually do. Uh, for some reason, I heard somewhere an owl call works, too.
1: They will. I Well, the guy that I hunt with typically all the time, he can do an owl call by just by his voice. That is pretty much spot on. Like, I'm like, you need to start making calls or just record yourself and send this to people for money. I'm like...
0: It's amazing what people can do with their voice. Oh, for sure. Like I've heard people like they don't even need a call.
1: Yeah, I've heard a few of those.
0: And even like goose calls. Like I, there was a video I watched with a little kid a couple weeks ago. He was doing a goose call with no no call, just straight voice. Now, granted, whenever probably when he hits puberty, he won't be able to do it. Yeah. But I mean, it sounded just like you were blowing a goose call, and it was insane, and I. Trying to like watch some videos last year of how to do it without a call with just your mouth. Um, didn't really practice too much, but I think now that I got some time in my hands, that I'm just going to be really doing whatever there is to do around the house. As I say this, I'm looking at this honey do list my fiance left me. <laughs> um, pick up poop. Yeah, I got to do that. I got to pick up the poop in the yard. Um, but I think I'm gonna have tough times i'm just doing something like cleaning the fireplace or power washing the porch or whatever i can just sit there and practice and work on it
1: Um, yeah and like i touched on with the turkey call same as like anybody gonna learn to blow a duck or goose call man just get one anytime you're riding down the road coming home from work you gotta go to the store just you know pick that thing up you got the windows down stuck in traffic people may hate you especially (laughs) when you're learning but it's like you know what What to heck with those people like they're tell them to turn the radio up. There's a brand new Morgan Wallen album out or tell them if they start cussing 36 songs. You to, yes. You know, if they start cussing you, you know, offer them some gospel music to turn on. Like, you know, <laughs> there might be a chance to share the gospel to them. I mean, I'm not the type where someone's cussing me. To handle that, you may be, you know, uh, we should all be better in that regard.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, uh. And if they look at you and say, you know, you're blowing a duck call, I'd be like, you know, quit messing with that goose call. Go ahead and just say, yeah, you're messing with a goose call because that's what it's going to sound like at first when you start blowing a duck call. You're yep. going to sound like a dying goose. <laughs> but,
1: or a chicken getting his neck wrung, I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've never really been good at duck calls. But, I mean, I, I'm willing to work with it. I was talking to my buddy yeah. Jason. He was like, man, we got to get you on a goose hunt. We got to get you on a goose hunt. They, He actually had his own goose call business. Uh, Uh, back in the day and when he got married he made goose calls for all of his groomsmen
1: that's Uh, pretty rad so i'm a diehard duck hunter i can blow a duck call i can sound like a duck i can call some ducks in i've got a goose call i can make a couple little clucks and that's about it i hate those things as far as a canadian goose i've got a spec call that i can blow a little bit but a goose call you you're blowing some some air out you do that stuff for a couple minutes and it's like I'm okay somebody Osh can take Osh can take you know it's, it's, the guys that will do it all day long are, I watched a video of a guy um, they run a guide service for like West Texas and he literally would hold like he's got a lanyard but he's got like two calls in between his fingers on each hand and going back and forth between like a Canadian goose call and two different duck calls and I'm like the wind this guy has like his lungs like are incredible
0: there was a quarterback that played for uh the Steelers mm-hmm. duck Hodges he's from uh, Alabama he's a national cha- a world champion duck collar
1: that's insane
0: so I was listening to uh the Pat McAfee podcast love mm-hmm. Pat McAfee I love his podcast um but he had him on there and uh, had the dude he was like so I hear you're good at you know duck calls. So he like made him blow one on the cat on the call. And uh then I was like well, I was like you know what that stuff really doesn't justice. So I went on YouTube and looked it up and this dude's been winning world championships since That's he was crazy. like 12 years old and he plays that in the NFL. Wild. So but hey, it's crazy but when it comes to turkey calls, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to trust my mouth call ability. <laughs> I'm going to more trust my chalk box and slate calls. Uh, ability, but um, I I just just I gotta get out there and do it. I I got my shotgun. Yeah. I gotta get it cleaned up. Um, I'll take my bow up to uh, us with me, up to Potter County. But if I get what's opportunity, i uh I'm smoking one with
1: a bow. So what's your you know you're gonna do this bow, shotgun, everything? What's your Go Are you going to go for the biggest you can get, like you would deer? Or are you going to smack a little jake that walks out? What, I mean, what's your what's your <laughs> target here?
0: Okay, well, uh, well, I mean, based off of my hunting, my deer hunting season. <laughs> uh, like Every one that comes show, in front of you. Uh, yeah, as long as it's not a hen. I don't care if it's got a three-inch beard, a two-inch beard, six-inch, 12-inch beard, I don't care. A little jake. Walks out, it's dying. I'm not, I'm not getting skunked all hunting season. Not happy. I happening. feel you,
1: man. I feel you.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> it does not matter to me. Uh,
1: so in this statement, people, Ryan has a bank account, and the way it's set up is just like <laughs> mine. <laughs>
0: See, I got a check-ins and a savings, and there's no money in the savings, but they got transferred to the check
1: <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, for sure. No, I don't know, man. I don't know this season with us only being a lot of two birds. I may try and be a little pickier um, and kill you know, a, more, a bigger, more mature bird. Of course, everybody wants to, but you know, sometimes it's midway through season and you've not seen a bird or anything, and that Jake walks out just dumb as all can be walking up to a decoy. He's getting laid down. They eat the same. You ain't, you're ain't. you not eating the fan. You're not eating the beard.
0: Yeah, so up here, we uh, have a season limit of two, but a daily limit of one. Um, I think if I do get one early, whether it be whatever walks out in front of me, yeah. um, as long as it's not a hen. Uh, but if I do get that opportunity to have one in the bag, um, my next one will be a little bit more pickier.
1: Do y'all have a fall being, 30 season up there? Sorry, I mean to cut you off. No, you're you're good.
0: Uh, actually, let me let's see. I this is where I've got to check. I'm I'm still new to the Pennsylvania laws. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got it up pulled up on Google right now. Spring gobbler. I don't, I, for some reason I have, uh, I think I've heard something like in our area, we don't have a fall season.
1: That's fall kind of the way season. it is. It's select areas here. And it's a few counties around us and stuff that have it. I've never done it. I know a couple of guys that have it. It's, it's a different style hunting. The turkeys, you know, sound a little different, you know, move a little different. Of course, they're not like, you know, trying to mate in the fall. And I was a kid, yeah, I never understood f- it. Go ahead.
0: We don't have a fall season uh, in my area in 5C. Um, but spring, let me scroll down a little bit. I think we have a spring season. That's trapping. Yeah, this is where I've really got to sit down and look at all the yeah, spring gobbler. Yeah. Um, Maybe hunted half hour before sunrise to noon from April to May thirteenth and then May fifteenth to May thirtieth. Maybe hunted half hour before sunrise and half hour after sunset.
1: Wow, so it splits it and you can only hunt it till noon, that first that first split. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean it's not like, it's just like a what, fifteen days? Yeah. You can only hunt till noon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder
1: oh, I would like to have somebody on that knew, you know, is that like a conservation thing or if it's just like the way the birds move or something. That that's interesting. I don't
0: know. Maybe I can find that
1: right uh, yeah, before you know,
0: off here.
1: Yeah, it was it was kinda odd for me as a kid. You know, I've got into deer hunting and everything and we have Thanksgiving in the fall and what is the typical food for Thanksgiving? But turkey. And I will never forget being young, one of the first deer hunts I ever went on with my dad and sitting there and having like 20 turkeys walk out in like, you could about hit them with a stick and me begging my dad to let me shoot one of them because all I'm thinking is how cool I'm gonna feel walking in three days later with a turkey we're about to eat for Thanksgiving that I just shot. That'd be awesome. And my dad's like, no, you you can't do that. I'm like, what what do you mean I can't do that?
0: Yeah. So it says here, it says the current shooting hours from half hour before sunrise until noon are intended to protect nesting hens because incubating hens, hens sitting on the eggs in the nest, tend to leave the nest to feed in the afternoon. So it is a conservation thing. Um, so people are out shooting hens that need to be incubating eggs. So, That's
1: pretty good.
0: Yeah. So there's that answers that, that question. Um but yeah, before we really go off on the subject, if you're if you're wanting to start hunting or you're new to an area where you've been hunting your whole life, like me in Tennessee, or not really whole life, but most of my you know, teenage years all the way up to my 20s, uh, and then you move to, like me, Pennsylvania, and you don't really know your local guidelines, sit down and Google and I'll literally only try to Read .gov stuff. Don't be going on forums and taking the word of a forum because you go on and say to a game warden, "Oh, well, I read on a forum. You can do this." They're gonna be like, "Yeah, it's a forum." You know, go to pa .gov and look at your local laws. So
1: yeah, because I feel like a lot of those people on them forums, there's there's a section of people out there, and I'm sure we all know one who is gonna do everything he can do to push the envelope on what's legal and what's not, mm-hmm. and you know I mean people do that um, in everything but especially hunting you don't want to be the one to be like well my buddy such and such told me I could do this and that game we not like well your buddy told you wrong and here's a $500 ticket and I'm taking what you just killed and your gun too yeah or both yeah or both
0: but I think it is time to wrap this up it was a great episode we're missing true we've been telling him like need to get on need to get on um, if you're listening on Spotify, go to the comment section or the question section and tell Travis he needs to get a computer. Yes, so we can FaceTime while we do this. So this is a constant And then we battle. can put it on
1: YouTube and y'all can see our beautiful or ugly faces. Y'all be the judge. but
0: Ooh, we'll have a competition. Who's the prettiest?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was voted the best looking in the class of 2012. It oh, may have been 11 years ago, but
0: you also went to a high school that graduated 25.
1: No, no, no. We had a hundred and five, and <laughs> five didn't show up,
0: and 17 <laughs> of them didn't pass classes to graduate. So
1: you throw me under the bus there. I mean, I, just because I knew the teachers and they, you know bugs the grade a little bit there so I could get on out of there.
0: There was a big learning curve at Megs County High School.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There was. They do not set you up for the future.
0: No. If you played football, you got passed. So, but anyways, before we go, I'm going to wrap it up with a daily refresher from my Bible app and then I'm going to say a little prayer. Uh, So for today's daily refreshers, for where two or three gather in my name, I am with them. That is Matthew's Eighteen twenty, I think that resonates perfectly with what's going on in the world today because it only takes one generation, and this is what we're learning in the book of Judges, that it takes one generation to lose all of the faith in God. So when you have people like me or Trav getting on here every Saturday night um, or Sunday night and Truman joining us, um, we're we're two or three guys that... One, love God. Two, love our families. Three, love country. And four, we love hunting. Um, So he's sitting here with us, with his hands on us, guiding us through this. And um, I couldn't be more thankful for um, my God, my Lord, my King. And um, I'm just thankful that he allows us to come and do this. Trav, you got anything to say before we pray?
1: Man, just... Yeah, I just want to touch on this, guys. Like, it's a crazy world out there. It's getting crazier every day. Yeah, I would tell anybody listen to this turn off the news, turn off the negative people in your life sometimes, and just, you know, pray a little bit, get back in the Bible, and, you know, just try to be polite when you're out. You know, smile at somebody like we said before, talk to somebody you may not talk to. I'm not even saying, say uh, speak, saying, you know, go in depth sharing the gospel or anything but if you know anybody struggling or something just reach out and be like hey man hope you're doing all right i'm praying for you you know just just try to be a good person and stop paying so much attention to all the negativity in this world there's still a lot of good and a lot of good people out there yeah
0: somebody's just smiling at somebody can make their day so for sure but uh let's say i pray right quick and then we'll get up on out of here so uh Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, that you allow me and Drav and Truman, whenever he's on here, to come on this podcast and talk about you and share our message with you. Um, and I'm glad that we get to have a podcast where we can talk to fellow hunters because it is kind of not a proven fact, but a lot of people do find God in the, the you know the deer stand or in the woods. Uh, but I pray for everybody that's listening this week that you. Uh, keep your shield of protection around them, and that you bless them and shine your light through them to others to see how great you are. Um, I'm and if I pray that if people don't know who you are, that you show them your presence, that you're with them, and you make them intrigued and you turn them into God fearing Christians, and they come towards you and rely more on you. Um, I pray for. Trav, this week as he goes throughout his week and his job and his little girl that you keep him and his little girl safe and everybody around him safe I pray for Truman as he's out working and doing what he can to provide for his family you keep him safe because he does have kind of a um, rougher job I pray for me and my family and anybody who comes in contact with me that I may bless them and show them how great you are through your light shining through me. And I want to thank you for being able to have, uh, the ability to touch as many people as you did this morning at church service with all the baptisms we had. But, uh, uh, we love you. We praise you. And in Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, that's going to wrap us up for, uh, I think it's episode 10. I'm pretty sure. It was a good one. Hopefully we have True back next week. Um, If you have any comments, questions, cries, or concerns, hit us up on TikTok, Facebook, uh, the comment section on Spotify, email us, whatever you can find us on. And if you're personal friends of mine, you got me on Snapchat and you're listening, you got travel on Snapchat and you're listening, (laughs) send some stuff in. We want to talk about it. So.
1: Try Until to keep then, it a G or PG rated. You know, this is a hunting show, a Christian basis. We just had a prayer. Don't, don't make it stupid guys. Don't, Yeah. don't. You
0: know. Cause if I can, if, it, if it's stupid and I, I don't feel like I'm going to share this, I won't. And I probably will try to find some way to make sure that you're not getting your questions visibly seen. Um, if I can block you, I will. I'm not, we're not doing that trap of stuff, and we're not going to be chirping at each other in comments, telling people we're no. wrong. We're all about love and safety. That's all we want to be about. So, no. anyways, till next week, uh, we'll uh, see y'all later.
1: Peace out.